You're listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast, episode 15. Welcome to the Zero Lives Left podcast. What is it you have always wanted to do? Are you stuck going around in circles? Sound familiar? Maybe you have always wanted to start a business. Maybe there's a particular career path you have wanted to follow. Each episode, we bring you an inspiring insight from someone who has done it, how they did it, along with actionable tips on how you can make it happen. Now, here's your host, Wayne Denner. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the past 14 episodes of this show. I hope it has added some value to your business or your career. Don't forget if you've got any questions or comments or guests you would like us to feature on the show, please do drop me an email to hello at wayndenner.com or send me a tweet to at Wayne Denner. We have another packed episode lined up for you today. We're chatting to my good friend Martin Murta of Newry City Tours. Martin has just won a Newry Business Award for the best tourism business and he's going to be sharing his insights and his thoughts of how he got his business up and running along with some advice that you can use if you're someone who's listening to this podcast and wants to start your own business. Don't forget if you're listening to this podcast over on iTunes, please do rate and review the podcast. If you're listening on Stitcher, please do leave us a review there. All right, let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into episode 15 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. It's always great to get out and about and talk to local entrepreneurs in my local area. Um, for me, starting off as an entrepreneur, it's a difficult journey. Um, there's lots of knocks and bumps along the way. Um, sometimes you just want to give up um, when you go to the likes of the bank and you're maybe looking to extend your overdraft. Maybe you've had a bad month. Maybe business hasn't been as successful as you hoped it was going to be. As with er- any early start or you know new start business, it takes a little bit of time to get traction. you got to work hard at it and you got to really sacrifice a lot of things that other people take for granted who are working in paid employment. Joining me on episode 15 of the Zero Lives podcast, I'm really excited to have a good friend of mine, uh, somebody who's out there paddling his own canoe, making it happen. One of the Newry Business Awards for Best Tourism Business Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Best tourism business. Yeah. Martin Murder from Newry City Tours. Tell me a bit about the Business Award, Marty. Well, the Business Award came about um, the Greater Newry Business Awards. I had seen it come up, and it was something that for a while on this journey that I'm on at the minute and trying to kind of like get some recognition for the business, I feel like a lot of hard work on that can go into what you do. But if no one knows really about it, it can be kind of... Um, so it's about all about profile building and brand building. So the kind of what I was looking for was kind of some recognition for the hard work that went into it. Even reaching the finals was an achievement in itself. I wasn't really expecting any additional sort of award. Uh, even when I had seen myself nominated in the category and seeing the businesses, the, the other businesses in the area that I'm such a huge fan of, the likes of East Coast Adventure Centre. I mean, these these are market leaders in tourism and it, and it was very kind of you know seeing my name amongst that and then to come it away with uh, an award was just it was a surprise it was a kind of I am looking an award but it's just got on the tip of my tongue but it just ain't coming you know so. words can't express how, yeah words how, can't express yeah. that yeah and then when you when you go up um, 
on the way up, I was sort of thinking, uh, you were there, I'm sure. Yeah. You seen I was out at the back. Yeah. Well, it was kind of, uh, you had to choose your route. And when you don't, when you have a pre-planned route, you're thinking, how am I going to get to the stage here without making a, an agent out of myself, if you like? So, Well, look, there's no doubt it's a pretty big deal. I mean, winning any award, but winning the, the Newry City uh, Business Awards is a big deal. I mean, I was in the room that night. There was a lot of people. I think there was about 600 people there. And there's some pretty big businesses, as you alluded to, in that room. People that you're fans of, you know, businesses who've been around for a very long time in this community. So it's by no means an easy task to win a business award, to fill in the application form, to be shortlisted. I mean, these things take a lot of time and I can appreciate that from somebody who runs a small business. A lot of the time you're focused on making the money because you've got to keep the wolf away from the door. So when somebody says to you about entering a business award, at least in my opinion, it's normally the furthest thing from my mind because I've got to keep the business moving. Go on, so you're, you're taking time out to do that. So tell us a little bit about the process. Well, yeah, absolutely, and uh, the the process was it was kind of like it was time that I had set aside that I could work on the application. I'd worked on it initially, and then I I read it through and I thought, okay, I'm satisfied with that. I'll sleep on it. I slept on it five days. Came back, read it, and I thought that is that does not that is no reflection of my business whatsoever. So I rewrote it. But I rewrote it and I kind of simplified it. I kind of, I looked at the questions and I said, rather than writing an essay for each question, I looked at the question and I thought, what is it they're looking for? And kind of like, and just been straight to the point and not going too heavy into the actual product uh, or that kind of thing either. So it was just, it was too, very to the point. Uh, plus, I don't know who was reading it. I don't want to be giving away any of my trade secrets. <laughs> well, you know, with, with, with any of these things, there's a lot of people who are entering. And as you said at the start of this, you know, there's a lot of businesses that you have a lot of respect for in this area who are entering your category. I think you mentioned East Coast Adventure Centre. Now, I know Mark and Ian. And, uh, those, yeah, those guys have been around for a very, very long time. So to be to be shortlisted in uh, in that category is, is an achievement in itself. But to actually go out and win the award is something that, you know, I can only say well done and you know what I mean to have that under your belt now as one of the you know the premier awards in this area as somebody who's involved in the tourism industry in this area is, is, is a big deal yeah absolutely uh, I mean Jennifer uh, Cummings was one of the first person to congratulate me and I'd, and I'd thanked her for the kind of support and kind of uh, the kind of encouragement and the time that they've had for me uh, and Certainly, in the future going forward, we would we would look at maybe developing partnerships with the likes of East Coast and uh, and other tourist providers that kind of like it's all about partnership work, and you can't really uh, to develop tourism. Uh, there needs to be a joined up approach um, to taking it forward. Uh, this whole idea of uh, doing it alone, and then for a long time I, I was a kind of lone wolf, if you like. But you know, you you need to come back to the kind of. Um, you need to come back to the flock, not as the wolf, though. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you need to come back and you need to recognize that to get things going, we need to work together. There needs to be a kind of, there needs to be that partnership. You'll see in other cities, in, in Derry and Cork and Belfast and Kilkenny and that, you know, uh, they've, they've got a great tourism initiative 
but a lot of the businesses work together. There's a lot of kind of cohesion, but there's a lot of kind of uh, businesses talking to one another and wanting to work with one another. Yes, at the end of the day, they're competitors, but they recognize the greater sort of or the bigger sort of picture. No, that's a good analogy. Um, and I think that's very, very important. I think you mentioned simplified, you mentioned partnership, and you mentioned together. And I think those are core components for any successful business. Now, you are purveyor of fine, scary tours in the Newry area. Tell us a little bit about Newry City Tours, how it came about, and uh, maybe some of the challenges that you've come across so far in business. Well, this is, uh, I was telling someone about this recently. When I was 11, 12, 13 years of age, I was always interested in the mysteries in life, UFOs, aliens, ghost stories, the paranormal. Uh, it was something I was always drawn to, the mysteries of life. And I know uh, in school there was a group of us who used to go out uh, at night, in the dark nights, and we used to go walking and exploring, looking at the stars and that. And then we mistakenly took somebody from uh, our class one night who then went and blabbered to the rest of the school that while everybody was at home playing their their Nintendo, these lads were all looking for aliens, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it was kind of, oops, you know what I mean? But it was, so it was always something then kind of that, that kind of stuck with me. Uh, my background sort of in event management, uh, putting on gigs, putting on music, festivals, you name it, weddings, I, I've done it all, but... So I've applied the same thing to tourism. It's easy to look at it as a tour. If I was looking at it, of what I do as a tour, I approach it as an event. Each tour is an event in itself. The whole marketing behind it is the same way that I would have marketed a gig through the likes of online social media marketing as well as traditional advertising and that. So uh, I think um, having the background in event management put me in a really good position because that's a tough business. Putting on gigs, putting on music is a very tough market. And I was doing that for the guts of 15 years. So it's kind of like it put me in a position where seeing the challenges in tourism, seeing the challenges with them doing with the ghost walks and that, I kind of have been prepared for it better. I've been able to sort of, I know there's light at the end of the tunnel that certain times of the year can be quite uh, lucrative. The other thing as well is that when you were putting on gigs, you were behind the scenes, but the the product was the band. With this here, with the Psychic Ghost Walk, I am the product. So I'm putting myself out there, and people are coming to the event, and they are looking uh, towards me. And, you know, things that we've done last year, we had people that uh, who had been on previous tours that enjoyed it so much, came back and maybe at Halloween we have multiple tours I had maybe two or three people working for me taking a tour and they were like I'm slightly disappointed you weren't taking the tour so um, so it's kind of it's duplication and it's working out how to do that and do it now you've mentioned interestingly enough personal brand you are the product and I think that's something that's very very important and it's not undifferent to what I do um, where I go into schools and I talk to young people about online reputation so effectively I am the product I am what the person is buying into um, and that becomes difficult from a business point of view in terms of how do we scale our product because you mentioned there that people were disappointed that they thought that and I mean if I was coming on one of your tours uh, with Nuri City Tours or Scary Nuri I would want to be going with you I 
I wouldn't want to be turning up and somebody else be there because I have this whole vision of uh, you know the the experience would be with Martin Murta and nobody else. So from a from a from a business point of view, uh, we're in a very uh, similar situation where it's difficult for us to scale our businesses, and that becomes very very challenging because there is only so many tours that you can do. Of course, there is only so many things that you can be at, and you can't be all things to all men. What are some of the things that you're considering right now in order to uh, maybe step around that or potentially open up other opportunities within your business? I think you mentioned at the start that you were looking to open up other locations around Ireland yeah. and potentially maybe even franchise the business. Maybe something that you could look at as well. So what are you thinking about? That's very good. I mean, the, the challenge for me is duplication. I know what I'm putting into it. People have came to me and said, listen, I really love what you're doing. Let's develop Scary Belfast and in the, like a franchise partnership but it's finding the right sort of people we need to, people to be aware of the workload that goes into this here sort of thing it's not simply a ghost walk on the side or um, uh, a, wee, a wee thing um, usually people people are very good at uh, making assumptions about events and ghost walks and tours and all and what I but the actual uh, it's, it's, it's very important to get it right right uh, you're talking time, but you're also talking execution of how these events are executed. Uh, and um, <clears throat> Because what it is, is experience. I mean, it's an experience that people are buying into. So the experience is very, very important, and people want to take something away from yeah. your tour. So if we were looking at Belfast, and we are looking at Belfast, we're also looking at Dundalk as well, is kind of like um, trying to build a story around kind of... As well as my brand, I'm very much building a story behind Scurry Nuri. I want people to come here at Halloween, hashtag Scurry Nuri. That's something that I'm keen to develop. The places, the stories. I may be a, an actor in that or a character in that, but uh, certainly uh, the whole idea of having when Wayne, if you're coming down, where are you going tonight? I'm heading down to Scary Newry. It's October, November, Scary Newry, Scary season. I want to experience the Scary Newry. They take you in the gallows and all creepy graveyards and stuff. And, and really, it's, it's Newry, but we're putting this kind of story into it. And Well, what it is effectively is when I studied my degree in, in tourism in 2003, um, we looked at dark tourism. So again, it's it, it's dark tourism, and it is a form of tourism. And I mean, I think back to the time that I went to Auschwitz, for example. Um, I mean, a very very moving place, um, not the sort of place that I would like to go back again. Nevertheless, a, a good place to go and experience and, and kind of get an understanding and an appreciation for what happened there. So I think this stuff is is interesting. I think there's a lot of opportunity in it, and I think it's something that people can potentially broaden their horizon into different areas and have different experiences. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I uh, I think uh, there's it is experiential tourism. It's dark tourism. Yes, the content is dark, and I think that's what draws people uh, to it. People are interested in that. Uh, I even find that if we, like our Facebook page is doing well, got 3,000 plus likes. Now, if I was to post something on a, on a, an historical finding in Uri or something historical, I would maybe come back uh, the next day and it might have 200 people have viewed it, I might have two people have clicked it. Now, people say about Facebook boosting and all, forget about the boost, and I pick, post a picture of a ghost 
are in the Ledge Coast. And uh, I come back the next day, maybe 10,000 people have viewed it. And <laughs> so you can see the figures there, you know, people are interested in the mysteries of the universe, the darkness. Even, like, jokingly, like, even when I do boost stuff, of course I boost stuff, uh, you have to, I suppose, to, to get it out to a certain market. Uh, now, what I've discovered through my own market research is that I really uh, aim more for, for women, females, uh, aged 18 to 40 because they tend to be more into angel cars and saga clairvoyancy and that whereas I find guys are a wee bit more sceptical oh I don't believe that rubbish that's the kind of thing so it's aimed sort of the age old thing where the ladies are the guys aren't long behind them so <laughs> yeah. now tell us um, we know that it's challenging running a business um, we know that it's difficult um, we know that the burnout rate in startups is very high um, I've been kicking around now doing my own stuff for about 17 years and that has been 17 challenging years and it hasn't been easy and you know you know, they say it takes 10 years to become an overnight success um, it's extremely difficult um, what advice would you give to somebody listening to the podcast right now who's considering starting out on that journey and what was interesting about your, um, your how you started out I mean this for you started out very much in, in school and um, the idea was there from school and you're actually now uh, executing that idea. You're running it at a business. You've just won that business award um, for best tourism product um, from from Nuria Moore and Business Awards. Um, that's very very exciting for you. What advice would you give to somebody start? What would be the three things? Yeah, they for me. Uh, if you look at here, you're even a, in a small town, or it is a small town. We are a city, but it's a small town. But I think people like myself and yourself, Wayne, and maybe the next. Uh, I'd speak maybe for Graham Finnegan that runs Grounded and a few others is that mm-hmm. I feel that there's a lot of personal sacrifice right we're really putting ourselves uh, we're not putting ourselves first this whole idea of an entrepreneurial yes we're entrepreneurial uh, but it's about trying to kind of like especially in events and, and tourism you're really kind of like trying to bring the area up there's a lot of Facebook trolls and, and different people about who uh, sit criticize everything and anything that comes into Newry and uh, it's really kind of and then so it's kind of not getting caught up in that thing and what can I do to kind of well to quote my old my mum I shouldn't say my old mum um, but to quote my mum the best hurlers are always in the ditch and uh, you know those in glass houses shouldn't throw stones you know and again and you're right you're absolutely right because people do make those comments online they do say some stuff you know you know um you know sure who does he think he is for example and people see as soon as they see you getting a bit of pr and a bit of exposure and things starting to stick and things starting to go well they might just sort of not like that but you know what you're saying is absolutely right you got to push on you got to forge on um and i think that's really really important and i think that's something that you know is a key key thing in business so yeah they so i kind of like uh, also um the second thing is um you can spend a long time um working on something but if it ain't selling you're only gonna go you know you're not gonna you're just gonna keep chasing your tail you need to have something that you can sell in my case um people have an interest in ghost walks ghost hunts that kind of thing i can sell, i can market that and i can sell it and that's something that kind of that is good. You need to have something that you can sell uh, for too long. And the kind of mm-hmm. uh, even when I was running gigs and events, I was never really selling anything. Yes, uh, the time everybody else got paid, 
uh, it came around to you and you realised you had no money left. Um, the third thing, this is going to sound like the most selfish thing in the world ever, is um, do it for your reasons. You know what I mean? Again, I said there is a lot of personal sacrifice goes into it, but at the same time, do it for do it for the right reasons, but also kind of... Um, I heard a great quote, and I kind of like... Um, the reason I'm an ent- entrepreneur is it's not so much because I'm a serious job avoider. I kind of... Um, I, I always maintain that... Um, that if I was to go into, uh, I have a lot of dreams, I'm still a dreamer, I dream every day, I look out that window and I'm daydreaming. And I've maybe worked in, in places before where um, someone else was maybe in a managerial or over me and they had their dreams killed. So they were going to go out of their way to make damn sure that your dreams were killed as well. So that kind of, uh, I always thought uh, after that that... Um, the only way to kind of, uh, I'd say at this stage I am unemployable, I'm very entrepreneurial, but I kind of do it for your own reasons, you know. I heard a great one one time, and uh, and I think this is important because I would have been the person who has those dreams, has those aspirations, you know, and, and I think everybody has them. I think there's things um, that we all want to do, that we all want to achieve. And I think the problem is that whenever we're kids, there's lots of, th- we can do anything when we're kids. We want to be anything. But as we go through life, Society has a habit of telling us, no, you can't do that, or you don't have the correct qualifications for that, or you don't have the the right money to do that. But I do think that anything's possible if you play yourself and you put yourself forward and you make it happen. And I heard a great quote one time, and it says, dreams don't come through, goals do. So I think it's all about taking that dream and applying that to a goal and making that goal happen. And I think that's really, really important. And, you know, having that vision board where you've got all those goals up that you want to achieve over the next three months, six months, nine months, and 12 months, and then actioning them and executing whatever you can do to make those goals happen. And I mean, I don't they don't have to be massive goals. Like, I want to have a seven-room house or I want to have a flash Porsche. It can be just something small, small that you want to achieve. Another thing that, I, that that is very kind of like uh, worth mentioning, and I've been reading loads of personal development at the minute, the magic of thinking big, how to win friends and influence people, just all kind of wee things uh, that are they are two good books and those that are that I that I'd highly recommend. But the learning is that um, um, you're kind of like uh, your your net worth is your network, or your net you know your network is your net worth, and that is necessarily financially here we're talking kind of there, there there's more to it and and that you need to be kind of going out and you need to be meeting people that are entrepreneurial that's a key thing that are like yourself that are creative minded because you will bounce ideas off one another and then you'll be able to say hmm I had an idea there but if you go home and you maybe set family or you set friends uh, that'll shout you down and talk you down that'll never work then you'll sort of that'll be reinforced in your in your state of mind you think well maybe they're right maybe it will never work maybe maybe I am kind of like um, um, so it's about thinking positive being positive and surrounding yourself 
with a positive people and the doers and the kind of uh, if that that may mean uh, that may mean uh, I'm, I'm saying this jokingly but it's true that may mean uh, on a Saturday night uh, you decide to sit down and watch a movie yeah. instead of going down to the local boozer and uh, uh, listening to people that you've been listening to your whole life that have never a positive or a good word to say about everyone or anyone uh, and probably when you're not there probably so it's about thinking right you know what I'm not going to go there I'm actually going to I'm going to do something else I'm going to sit in I might go for a coffee meet the likes of Wayne Denner meet um, Conor McGreevy Graham Finnegan people that are doing stuff in Uri and uh, people are making it happen people that are making it happen and making it happen from themselves and I think I'm giggling there when you're saying that are achieving the, goals yeah that are, that are achieving those goals and to yeah. quote I think it's is it, is it, is it uh, Taylor Taylor Swift is it the haters are always going to hate yeah. and I think that's the thing I mean um, they're always going to hate there's always going to be people out there to to hate to, to make comments and to say things online. I think what you mentioned there is really important about your network. Your network is really, really important. And that's something that whenever I'm talking to students or graduates, I'm getting them to constantly think about growing and building their network. And you've mentioned a few key things already in this podcast about simplifying things. I think that's really, really important. And these are things that I'm taking away from our conversation today, developing of partnerships and the fact that everyone's got to work together. And that's really, really important that people work together and surrounding yourself with those like-minded people, because I can't agree more with what you've just said there by surrounding yourself with like-minded people. And when I started out in my business journey, that was something that was really important for me surrounding myself with those people who are making it happen for themselves, going and meeting those people for coffee, not sitting down in the pub or in the coffee shop with people who are employed and working for other organizations. Of course. So that's really, really important. Now tell me, Martin, how can people get in touch with you? How can they find out a little bit more about Newry City Tours or Scary Newry? Where's the best place to find this information? Well, the best place to find uh, the information is all on the website, NewryCityTours.com. I've done a lot of work on the website myself. Uh, again, it's a hobby. Uh, I think uh, it's, it's important that stuff uh, looks like it comes from the heart and comes from the person. I often um, see businesses kind of... Uh, maybe uh, bring in someone else to run their brand and I say why do you do that just learn to do your own because once people see that it's coming from you they're going to be drawn to who you are and what you are be it your social media be it your marketing that kind of thing people might look at your website and go you know what your website ain't great who cares it's me it's come from me That's and that's very very important and I think you know you have to kind of when you learn to do that, I'm learning all the time. Since I started uh, the website, uh, you'd have mentioned stuff to me about uh, search engine optimization a year ago, and I'd said, what, is that a film or something? You know, <laughs> Now I'm kind of in and there, and I'm doing it, and I'm putting stuff out, and it's great. And you're seeing people now, oh, I've been on your website. Oh, how did you find it on Facebook? No, I went on Google there, and I came, came across it. And, uh, and that's great. People are phoning me now that aren't on kind of, Facebook or that or Twitter or social media although it's good to be on them things no doubt about it but at the same time kind of they're, they're drawn to the website they've seen the website yeah of course I've looked at other websites uh, but the social media scaring Yuri you'll see the brand coming up at Halloween uh, if this is going out before Halloween yeah. uh, in the Yuri area uh, that's me and you know if anyone 
what we're doing this year is we're taking on people uh, like apprentices, younger people that are interested. We want to give something back into the community. Uh, younger people that have an interest in theatricality, performance, but also kind of uh, the kind of the supernatural. Obviously, is a, that's going to take a box. We're keen to kind of work with different people and bring them into the kind of fold and and do something. And I, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, a lot of people want to come on the tour with me, but I think uh, with the people that we're developing and kind of in the background. I think we're going to have a really good, a strong core team. So you're going to be able to train those people and mould those people to deliver the best experience possible. And I think that's important because the experience, you're the person who's creating the experience and you want to ensure that those people who are going out and delivering your content that you've created are delivering it in the way that you would like to experience that content for yourself. Absolutely. So the website is NuryCityTours.com. NuryCityTours.com. The Facebook page is Facebook.com forward slash NuryCityTours. Yep, NuryCityTours yep. or NuryTours. that will come up. Yep. And what's the Twitter? It's Tours Nury. Okay, okay. So we're, we're, we're moving into an exciting time for you right now. It's coming into the Halloween time. You know, So if people want to reach out, they want to get in touch with you, those are the best places to connect with you. Are there some tours coming up? Yeah, absolutely. Well, from Friday now, we'll have tours every night of the week for the whole month of October, possibly in the summer of November. Uh, the tours, uh, the, that's the psychic ghost walk. It's really for people 15 and up, but we kind of ask sort of um, under 18s to be aware that kind of that it is a dark adult themed tour. Uh, Really, if they're over 16, it's okay, but if they're, say, 15, I'd really like them accompanied by a responsible adult parent or guardian, that kind of thing. It was 18, but we had found that quite a few of them were kind of thought, okay, we'd, we'd push it back to 16. Um, so we have that on, and uh, that's sort of the adult ghost walks. This year, we have really exciting events. We have a children's ghost walk. That's what I was just going to ask you, um, because that's very, very popular with the younger children. So is there is there going to be something coming up that, I mean, I am a parent, yeah. that potentially my boys are always talking about ghost stories and yeah, stuff like yeah, this. Yeah. And, you know, is there is there content there that's appropriate for the younger audience? Absolutely. And what we wanted to do last year was develop a children's ghost walk. But it's very important to me that the kids learn the, kind of the dark history as well. But maybe not go into the frightening graphic nature of it. What we've done is we took uh, real people in history that were maybe executed in that, and we got them to dress up with like ghosts and the makeup and the wigs and that. And it was very geared towards the children and very geared towards the the kids. I played the role of uh, of the Ghostbuster, if you like. Um, whereas uh, I let on I couldn't see the ghosts, and the kids <laughs> were like, "You stupid or something." And so it was very, it was highly amusing, great crack. Everyone came away, and it wasn't just the kids. The parents really loved it as well. So although it's called the Children's Ghost Walk, it's more of a family thing. It's a family ghost walk where um, people can come along and get a feel for it because the psychic ghost walk, the adult ghost walk, is very dark in content. Um, I've said to people that, yes, it's over 15 and over, but it's really designed for an adult audience in mind. And... uh, I can't explain some of the energies or some of the things that have happened on that tour that have um, given uh, both myself and everyone else the creeps. Um, we also have ghost hunts, which are paranormal investigations. These are strictly over 18s, where we work with both professional sort of psychic mediums as well as uh, paranormal investigators, where we come together and we investigate 
uh, some of the phenomenon that has made its home in these places. It's it's a it's a fascinating night. We find people travelling from across Ireland to the actual ghost hunts. Well, I am really, really looking forward to getting out on one of these tours. Certainly, I'm going to make it happen over the next couple of weeks. I'm going to be there. I'm going to come out and experience it myself. And I'd love to get you back onto the podcast, maybe later on in the year, Marty, and just see how things are going, find out what you're up to, and find out how the business has evolved. But I think you've added an incredible um, value to the listeners uh, on this episode in relation to some of the advice that you've shared, really about your journey. And I think that's what it's all been about, your journey. And really that if somebody's listening in there who's got an idea, who's passionate about something and really wants to make it happen, anything is possible. Marty, thanks for taking time to join me on episode 15 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Thanks very much, Wayne. Thank you. Another great episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Thank you so much to Martin Murda of NuryCityTours.com for giving up his time to share his insights and his thoughts about how he got his business up and running. I suppose some of the key takeaways that I'm bringing away from this episode is it's really important in business to keep things simple. Think about simplifying things that you are doing within your business. It's really important that you develop partnerships with other people. Partnerships are key to success and it's very important that we all work together that nobody is trying to go it alone out there there are some great people who you can meet up with who you can bounce ideas off martin mentioned about developing and growing your network that's really important and something that we have heard on this podcast from other guests before that if you're somebody who's starting out in business that it's important that you surround yourself with like-minded people it can be a very daunting and lonely experience running a business but it's important that you get out there that you network that you meet people and that you surround yourself with other like-minded people so some great advice and some great insight from martin murda of nurycitytours.com so please do stop by and check out this guy's website also a massive congratulations on his recent win at the nury city business awards where he scooped best tourism business so a massive well done to him don't forget if you've got any questions or comments or people that you would like me to interview on this podcast, please do reach out and send me an email to hello at waynedenner.com or send me a tweet to at waynedenner. We're going to be coming back very soon with episode 16 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Thanks for listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast with Wayne Denner. Make sure to check out Wayne's new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, available from WayneDenner.com and follow him on Twitter at Wayne Denner. Tune in next time.